The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalade. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us, follow us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. And today, Grove 9E. That's what's up. We have Justin here. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. It's an honor to be here. Of course. We're excited to have you here and you tell us a little bit about your story. So I'm curious, like, are you from Wichita? I am. I was born in Colorado, but I've lived in Wichita almost all my life. Wonderful. What high school? Uh, Northwest High. Oh, no. Yeah. She started off on such a good note. Grizzlies, let's go. And now we're here. I'm scared to ask what, what year did you graduate? Well, we we don't talk about yeah, that too much. Okay. That's good. 92. Oh, you're a young Thundercat. I graduated in 81. I have no problem saying All right. It. All right. So, yeah. Well. Excellent. All right. We finally have one for him. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> finally have another person who went to Northwest. Yeah, I got a quality education on and on quality and on. Quality is really questionable. But let's go back to Justin. <laughs> it's, we're off to a good start. Yeah. She went to Southeast. They do that. Uh, so uh-huh. <laughs> they deflect. Okay. So how did you get into, well, well, first tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. My name is Justin Eklund and I'm the founder of Grove 9 Marketing here in Wichita. And we are a full service marketing agency. We're dedicated to helping on mission organizations clarify their brand, grow their revenue and increase their impact. So that's what we do. But you know, you started off with on mission. Uh huh. So, what if the organization is not on mission? <laughs> They're off mission. <laughs> yeah. We help them nice. get on mission. Okay. So, you do assist with that? We do. Okay. You know, we really talk about, we thrive in working with organizations who have a purpose higher than just profit. Mm-hmm. You know, profits got to be in the mix, but we really help them identify their purpose. And, and that's kind of our sweet spot. That is okay. Can it be in the high mix? Profit. profit. Can it be in the high mix? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, without profit, you don't have a business. Yeah. Exactly. That's where I was. That's exactly where I was going. But you sell it. You said it much better. There you go. (laughs) So, what year did you um, begin the business? So we're celebrating eight years in January. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's weird to say that. It's it's really gone fast. So what made you decide that, hey, I'm going to start this marketing firm? That's a great question. So I'll give you my my story if you want. Yeah, That's please. what we want. All right. 
so it started back, it's kind of an interesting story. I think it's interesting. I don't know. You can let me know when I'm done, uh, if it was or not. But back in high school, I was at a, at a youth conference, and I really felt this, this pull, this calling toward, um, toward ministry. And I thought, I wasn't sure what that was going to look like on my life, but I knew vocationally, somehow I was supposed to be involved um, in that. So when I got to college, I tried a semester of Bible college, mm -hmm. and that wasn't really the right fit for me. I, I knew I wasn't supposed to be a preacher or a youth pastor or anything like that. I had, I had this business sense um, and this creativity inside of me, and I wasn't sure what to do with that and how to, how to kind of connect that to um, you know, this opportunity to serve um, in this calling. So went back to Wichita State and got a degree in marketing and advertising, and I started working for Associated Advertising here oh, wow. in Wichita. Mm -hmm. So two of my mentors were Press Houston and Carrie Gray. And uh, Associated was the second largest agency at the time. And just an incredible opportunity to come up under those guys and learn uh, marketing strategy and the importance of planning and branding and design and all the things. So that was an incredible opportunity to get kind of that's where I got my start um, in advertising. And then I went and did some missions work um, through some kind of interesting turn of events and did that for a while, then came back to Wichita and got married. And my wife was working, so I was able to serve a nonprofit here in Wichita that was um, basically accepting used medical equipment that still had life mm. and then repurposing it out into um, third world countries who needed this medical equipment. Wow. So I was able to help them with marketing and development. And so that was a, that was a really cool opportunity to use those skills, you know, but also work for a nonprofit and a mission-based organization. I ended up uh, being asked to come on staff at Westlink Christian Church on the west side of Wichita. And there you go, west side. They had, it was a small church. They didn't really have a role for a communications or a marketing person, but we were trusting that someday maybe they would. Mm -hmm. um, so once again, just just really following where I was was being led and uh, trusting God with the future. And so that's that was what I did. And for 14 years, I was able to serve uh, the church as a communications director and grew an incredible volunteer team and staff. And it was, uh, the church grew and had several campuses. Mm -hmm. And then after 14 years, we felt called back into the marketplace to serve on mission organizations and uh, really help grow the good um, in the city. So that's the long way around, but that's how we got here. Okay. Wow. And that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, so you've always, since you've been in this, have you felt that um, marketing is your passion? This is what wakes you up in the morning and say, how can I help my, this person or this business reach their goals? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I think helping organizations tell their story, we really feel like this stuff matters. We talk about it in terms of, or I've heard it talked about in terms of uh, medicine mm -hmm. versus vitamins. Hmm. You know, we all take our vitamins sometimes, you know, they're preventative, but they're not critical necessarily, but medicine is critical. And I really feel, we really feel like marketing um, is medicine. And for organizations to make the impact that they can and should make, 
they need to be um, serious about their marketing. That is, you know, that I, I love that. That's the first time I've heard that analogy. Because, you know, you still run into those people who know marketing is necessary. Mm-hmm. They know that they need to identify what their brand is, but they still do not take the steps that are necessary to tell that story and to create that value. Right. How do you get that across to people? You know, we receive, the average person gets up to 10,000 ads served to them every day. Can mm. you imagine we have that many messages coming into our brains for an organization to have any hope of standing out and breaking through the clutter, they have to be very clear on their brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have to take marketing seriously and be intentional about their marketing. So, so it matters. So with what you do, do you help people identify what their true brand is? Because, you know, sometimes organizations think that this is what they are. And then they go through a strategic, you know, planning mm-hmm. session and then realize, well, that's what we say we are, but that's not actually what we're doing. Right. Mm. Yeah. So when we talk about a brand at Grove 9, we talk about that one thing that consumers think of when they think of you or your company. Mm -hmm. We really boil it down to just one idea. Mm. Because we are flooded with so many ideas, people can't hang on to more than one thing. So let's figure out what you're really good at, what value you bring to the world, and then really help organizations be known for that one thing. So when they think of you, they think of that one thing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really hard. Yeah. That's difficult when you try to say only one thing. Because right. when you're business, you're like, well, I'm providing all of this value. Right. I can't boil it down to one thing. That's the, like I can't mm-hmm. even think of. I mean, that's that's almost impossible. But well, you're saying it's possible. <laughs> it's very possible. And you may do many things, but there's one thing that you do better than anyone else and you can be known for. You know, and you may be in a marketplace, you may be, um, your competitors may all be uh, sitting on one brand or a couple of brands. They all may be saying price or quality. Hmm. Um, But if you can come out with a unique brand that can be known, um, you can really break through the clutter. And it's more effective and less expensive than fighting for a brand that a whole bunch of other people are trying to be on as well. So what is your brand? That's a really great question. Our brand is growing the good. We are here for on-mission organizations and helping them through marketing strategy really get clear on their brand and tell their story. So our name, Grove Nine, comes from the nine fruits of the Spirit in the book of Galatians in the Bible. So if organizations look like, we're here to help them look like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, Mm -hmm. gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. So that's that's what we're all about, and we feel like that really is our brand. Very cool. I, I was wondering when you, I, and I know it's your no, question, but I wondered if you were going to uh, go ahead and tell us the nine fruits yeah. of the Spirit. That yeah. My, yeah, that was my question. That's why I got to regroup, but that's okay. I would really love your take on the church of 2022 post-pandemic. I mean, where do you see as a marketer, mm. how can churches get back to pre-pandemic folks coming into the church? Mm. And I know church is wherever you have it. I get that. But how do you how do you get folks back into the church? Yeah. Or is is that gonna happen? Yeah. 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 I think it's happening slowly. I think there, you know, some in some places it's happening more than others for sure. 
But I think people crave that community. Mm-hmm. We were we were made for it. We were made to be together and and uh, give hugs and and high fives, you know. And and so I think people want that. And I think as as we move out of this, I think people are going to get back there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and with your background in the ministry and stuff, I just wondered how that's going to happen. Yeah. It just seemed like it's a slow grind right now, but I would agree. But and, uh, you know, organizations, churches, and organizations have an opportunity now to start bringing people together. And these events, you know, especially nonprofits, have really been hurting the last few years mm-hmm. with not being able to have their banquets and their yep. uh, their fundraisers and those types of things. The virtual events sometimes were effective, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity, I think, now to not only move your mission forward, but also help people have an opportunity to, to gather and to, to do something um, together. Do you think for that to happen, there has to be, it, they have to coexist, social media and coming back in person has to coexist? I mean, it seemed like, boy, it seemed like that's going to be hard when people say, oh, I've done this for two years and I've, I've gotten... I, I've gotten fed, <laughs> you yeah. know, based on the palm of my hand, looking at my phone. How mm-hmm. do you market against that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's a generational question. Okay. Also, um, I think the younger generation, they they don't, uh, you know, for example, they don't leave voicemails. Um, they're not big on phone calls. Exactly. You know, it's much easier to send a text or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, snap somebody or send them an Instagram message or whatever. But I think it's both, and I think um, organizations have an opportunity to utilize social media to help bring people together, mm-hmm. to help move their mission forward, and it has to be part of the mix today. And you can help them with that. Absolutely. Excellent. That's what I was trying to get to, but yeah. also selfish. I was just trying to figure out how are we going to get people back in the church? I mean, it's, it's t- it seems tough. Right. Um, you're an entrepreneur now. Are you successful? You know, I feel like we are. Our definition of success would be helping organizations make a greater impact. And that's what gets us out of bed every morning. It's, you know, we get to work with some incredible organizations um, who are tackling poverty and mental illness and foster care and sex trafficking and Mm. health care. And, you know, just incredible organizations doing incredible work. And from the bottom of my heart, I know if we help you clarify your brand and you put together an integrated marketing strategy, you will touch more lives. You will show more love. You will have a greater impact. As the kids say, is that your jam as far as dealing with nonprofit organizations and churches? And is that your sweet spot there where you can do the most good? It's part of it. Um, Nonprofits for sure, but also mission-driven or purpose-driven for-profit organizations. Okay, okay. You know, driven by a missional leader who's who's all about generosity, who's all about really that, the whole kind of sacred and secular, I don't believe in that anymore. I think that, uh, that all work has purpose and all work is meaningful. And so we really want to help organizations move their mission forward. And uh, hopefully that's, you know, we find a way to make uh, love, joy, peace, goodness, all these things, really part of what they're doing. Um, Excellent. E? Yeah, no, this is is good. 
But it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. So we'll hear a word from them and then we'll be back to hear more from Justin and Grove Nine. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Grove Nine, and we're just hearing a little bit about their story and the impact that they are making on the greater Wichita region. So, Justin, why Wichita? I mean, like, you, you know, you weren't born here, but you were raised here, and you went to that one high school. You went to, good, <laughs> you went to a great high school, but continue. There. And then, you know, you got into, uh, you went to Wichita State and got into business and decided, hey, I'm going to start my own business. Why Wichita? Wichita has always been home, and our our family is here, our friends are here, and there's so much good happening yeah. in Wichita, Kansas. Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, what better place to, to be involved with this mission that we've been called to. So there's all these incredible people and organizations doing amazing things, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's, it's exciting. It's growing, and the people here are creative, and generous, and um, yeah, it's I just a wonderful that. place to do business. Creative and generous. So have you had any um, issues with pipeline or talent mm -hmm. for your industry? We've been very fortunate. Uh, we're a small team. We're five in-house people, and then we work with a, a team of uh, freelance people as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe one benefit of this kind of virtual climate that we've all been in is the ability to work remote. And so we have a lot of remote freelance uh, team members mm -hmm. that work for us, and that's been um, helpful in finding people. But Wichita is full of talent. Yeah. And it's been, uh, it's been really wonderful to see how um, the right people have shown up at the right time. Mm -hmm. And uh, our team, one really cool thing about everyone on the team, everyone shares the mission. Everyone has a heart for helping organizations uh, make a greater impact. And so we have a culture that's that's fun and exciting and we celebrate impact all the time. Yeah, no, so, that's, yeah. that's awesome to hear. You know, when you think of, uh, and, and not just now, even since the pandemic, but you know, creatives, you, you love the flexibility as a creative, right? Mm -hmm. um, and just what does that lens look like in the work in the workplace, especially you as an owner? What does it look like? Because a lot of times you see you'll get young talent and they want to do one specific thing, whereas before, um, and with some creatives, they were willing to explore and do multiple hats, whereas now they're like, well, that's not kind of what I do. Mm -hmm. I only do this. So can you maybe talk about that and how you work through those challenges? Yeah. I believe everyone's an artist. Mm -hmm. I believe everyone has different degrees of creativity, but mm -hmm. we've all got it inside there. 
And I don't think there's always one right way to do something. Yeah. So how do you inspire and equip team members to to do their thing mm-hmm. and to bring new perspectives? Um, and I think that's that's really exciting to watch something go from strategy to development and then to fruition. And it may look totally different than I thought it was going to look in the beginning, but it's wonderful and it's effective and it's on brand. And I think giving people the freedom to be creative mm-hmm. within strategic boundaries um, is really exciting. So That's I enjoy good. that part of it. That's good. I mean, because that is the key there, you know, because there's so many people who want to keep you in this box or say, mm-hmm. this is the only way that we can <clears throat> achieve when there's other ways, but you have to be willing, right, right. to let that creativity flourish and bloom, even though it doesn't fit in how whatever box you've created on your own. Absolutely. One of the ways that we talk about it, because we start with a, it's called a lean marketing plan. It's a playbook or a strategic document that we develop for our clients. And it really lays out some objective data and guidelines for for creative and for branding. So when, say, we're going to do a logo design, we've got some objective data that this logo is supposed to achieve. So creativity then is unleashed. Mm -hmm. As long as it meets these criteria, it can be anything rather than it being subjective. And well, I like, I like green, or I think it should have a horse or, you know, let's, let's look at what is this supposed to accomplish? And then let's let creativity kind of support that. With that, you know, you talked about, um, having workers who are remote. Um, Is there anything in the Wichita ecosystem uh, that we are missing or that we may need to help support your business or your industry? Wichita is growing. Um, We've got great talent here. Um, I think the, uh, when we look at strategy and artists and people coming out of college with marketing degrees and graphic design degrees, it's really it's really important to get them on the job. I mean, if they can do an internship or something during their education, that's going to help them tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes just coming out of school, they're not quite ready to jump in and, and tackle big projects. But with that, with some experience, I think Wichita is developing really good talent. And I love to see those departments in our schools continue to grow. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to be here. We're big enough to have a good pool of talent, and I think we draw from some other areas as well. Yeah. And then remotely, you can um, certainly people want to have that freedom and that flexibility to work, you know, from home or or even from another city. So. Do you guys offer internship opportunities? We do. Okay. Yeah. So how do they? How does one reach you for either an internship or if I'm a company or a small business or a nonprofit or just me needing assistance to trying to be on mission and find my brand? How do I locate you? Absolutely. Grove9.com okay. is our website. G-R-O-V-E number nine mm. dot com. We're also doing a free marketing review right Ooh. now. Mm. It's a free marketing audit. If you go to freemarketingreview.com, we'll do one of those for your organization as well and help free. you. We'll do a free one and help you identify some stumbling blocks that you may you may not see right now. So That's huge. Yeah. That is a huge benefit. You mentioned about, what was that called? Lean what? Lean marketing plan. Okay. Is that tied to like Lean Six Sigma? Similar to that, it's really when we talk about lean, we talk about the ability for it to pivot 
Okay. And to adjust, we try to create strategy that's flexible, that can be spoken into as, as the organization grows and changes. Excellent. Excellent. What's next since you're this successful entrepreneur? What's on the horizon for Grove 9? We are still, we're still just growing and achieving the mission. We get up every day and do the work that's put before us Mm -hmm. and celebrate the wins with our clients and talk to new clients. And really, we have a heart for for helping, you know, as many nonprofits and and purpose-driven organizations as we can. Well, you said celebrate. Right. So what are you, it looks like here in a couple of weeks, you're going to be celebrating something big. What is that? So we're going to be celebrating our eight year anniversary. Yeah. Which is awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. It's, it's one day at a time, one year at a time. And uh, it's hard to believe that eight years has gone by since we uh, took the leap. Yeah. And, you know, you've made it through a, you know, a, a pandemic. Right. And you're still thriving. Right. And that's just thanks to uh, some amazing clients um, who have who have just really been, uh, we, we feel like we add value to them and we think they add a lot of value to us as well. So Excellent. Well, thank you for going to the best high school on planet. <laughs> Truly appreciate that. And uh, now it's time to have some fun. You've yeah. dealt with Ebony longer than you should have. But uh, we're going to do word association. I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? I am ready. Leader. Integrity. Success. Impact. College. Wichita State. Failure. Learning. Well, he's good. Entrepreneur. Exciting. Agree. Wichita. Awesome. Wichita awesome. I knew you was going there. (laughs) Vacation. The beach. Okay. Hero. My grandfather. Wichita Chamber. Champion. Family. Incredible. Well, I was hoping you was going to come through on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Oh, family. Okay. Last but not least, <laughs> you got to tell the truth on this one. Beverage. Coffee. That's easy. Yeah, <laughs> Excellent. Truly appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for spending time with us. Don, Ebony, thank you for having me. It's been a privilege. Of course. This was wonderful. Thank you for sharing your story and, and having the conversation with us. Absolutely. Thanks for doing what you do. Yeah, thank you. Friends, we've come to the end of today's segment. If you would, please like it. Make sure you leave a comment. Let us know who you want to hear from next and share this with someone who might find value in this. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, 
Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.